Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Automotive Sessions podcast. Let's get started with your host, Chris J. Martinez. All right. Hey, hey guys, this is Chris Martinez. This is uh, our second round of Automotive Sessions with myself, Chris Martinez, and, and I'm Andrew Street. We're taking it from the top on a second go-round, first go-round, we, we had some little... Some audio we, issues. And yeah, we didn't know how to crop yeah, but, it, right? But today, I, I think I'm going to just kind of just sit here and just talk into the mic this way. Yeah, Hopefully, it's not too loud. Uh, so, what are what can we talk about today, Chris? Well, today, you know, I was thinking about it on my way up here, and I was thinking, you know, one of the things that I've been seeing when I talk to dealers, you know, I do some consulting, um, is... What, how much should a dealer spend on Facebook? Are they spending too little? Are they spending too much? What is a, what is a good balance? I'm glad you said this. So this is like the number one problem that I see dealers doing with Facebook advertising. Like, for example, there's just improper budgeting. Budgeting, budgeting. So with... Uh, is it because they're probably looking for that magic bullet? They're just like, man, this one's going to get me 100 cars. Well, they're doing and sort of Facebook's starting to reinforce this. They're trying to reach as many people as possible. So there's a Ford store that I'm working with in Houston that we're about to start working with. Well, here's a, the, just a quick thing on that. Is to be an intender or not to intender? Dealer's data versus having intenders. Right. Yeah, it's saying, okay, we're pulling in from... Uh, third-party sources to get intenders? Are we just using the dealer's data to look at people who purchased in the past and people who look like them? So there's kind of a combination of recipes, but I think the conclusion of looking at those different types of audiences is to see how big that audience is to help you appropriately budget for that audience. So build the audience first, then apply the budget to it. So I see a lot of people say, Okay, we're running this contest. Let's target as many people as possible. We got 1.8 million people to see this contest. That sounds cool, right? It sounds amazing. If each of those people sees it one time, they're not going to think about it. They're not going to remember it. They're not going to participate in your contest. It's just going to go through their news feed or through their stories. So what I'd like to stress is to put... Okay, so you build out that audience and say it's people out of the database. It's it's 10,000 people who purchase from you, who are not doing routine services. So let's get a service offer in front so of those it's people. Even, it's even segmenting the actual dealer's data too, right? Not just grabbing all of them. It's actually segmenting those yeah. people. Yeah, right? you wrote the book on how to do this yeah. stuff too. So that's, that's good stuff. Chris used to send me a lot of different audiences to put really prescribed messages in front of those people. Um, but the, the formula would be take your 10,000 customers who bought a car who are not doing the routine services and put about a, a dollar per thousand people you're targeting per day. Okay. It sounds like simple math, but it's, it's a little confusing, but <laughs> they were targeting 10,000 people. So you get, so we're going to put in 10 bucks a day, 10 bucks a day, okay. 10 bucks a day. Okay. Price. Uh, so it's 300 bucks for, you know, that, for those 10,000 people. Right. So they get that frequency. It's not one time. They want, I want them to see it six times, seven times that month. So then you're, the dealer in me is going to say, okay, that $300, am I going to get a, how many leads am I going to get off that? Am I going to convert, right? Convert right. Is a big thing. Uh, I mean, this is where the, the books are still getting written on the attribution on sales or ROs yeah. back to advertising. So a lot of that through, like for services, if you're doing unique offers. You and can, you think those offers 
for example, so you do a service offer, right? Right. Do you got to do the one service offer, or do you have to do five different service offers, or talking to them and reminding them, hey, you need to do a service? Test. On your vehicle. Yeah, test. So a lot of times you can do like a rotator, so they can pick their service. Uh, right now what's working well is called a collection ad. So it has like a video maybe of your service department and the uh, waiting area. And then below it, it'll have different services in your Facebook newsfeed that we're going to pick from oil changes to tires to, you know, that's where it'll drop them into the right, the right area of your website to schedule their service. Okay. Um, and you, so you, so $300, 10,000 people is probably better spent than $5,000 mailer. Right. Or is it going to convert as high or, you know, cause there's going to be some, there's going to be some people out there that are going to argue that and say, right. you know what, that $5,000 that you spent on mailers is going to have a call to action and they're going to send a text message. Well, as long as they click on the, 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 you know, to opt in, they'll get some kind of text message correspondence with that customer to actually track or track the actual attribution of the actual lead. So. There's, there's some things you can do with mail that you can't do with Facebook and Instagram advertising. There's stuff with Facebook and Instagram you can obviously not do with direct mail. The difference is, is it costs roughly a penny, maybe a little bit more to reach somebody on Facebook, or what does it cost on mail? Yeah, I mean, 5,000 bucks is generally what the average 5,000 pieces I mean, or 10,000 pieces. Well, no, because each piece is probably what a buck, a buck 30. Right. Some people are going to tell you, oh, I've got the secret sauce, it's going to be a dollar 50. You know, some, it just really depends, right? So, and some are going to charge you two dollars. I mean, it just, it's depending on how big it is, and they'll send those gimmicks where there's a key in it. I mean, there's a lot of different mailer campaigns out there. So, I don't know, I've never. The, the mailing campaigns that I've used in the past um, weren't necessarily the the best ones because one of my dealer friends would always seem to turn me in um, mm-hmm. and say, you know what, you shouldn't be saying it this way. So we for a while, we actually just stopped mail altogether. We were like, you know, I'm just tired of, you know, because I've got the ad guys telling me, hey, this is compliant. And it turns into it's not compliant because one of the dealer guys noticed it and they sent me, turned it in. So it just kind of... I, I I found a way with Facebook. Horrible. Yeah, I found a way with Facebook that hey, I could spend that same five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and have different targets and generate more conversions that way. Yeah, and I'm not here to totally yeah, yeah. bash no, on, not, on yeah, direct mail. Yeah. There's a place for direct mail. I do. I, I believe it because I still get them at my house, and I look at them and I'm like, man, it's kind of neat. Man, the place I bought my car, I get nonstop. Okay. I bought the car five years ago. I get probably two pieces of mail a week, and it just goes right into my recycle bin. I always feel so bad. You know, I, I do feel bad sometimes. Um, but there are some that are, are, are pretty clever. I mean, I've seen some that are really good that I thought, you know, that's that might work. But I'm not in the market for a vehicle. So you know, right. I, I think that it might work. But, you know, if I was in the market, maybe. But right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I think th- the ones that have always been pretty strong have been the service offers for sure. You send in a, a coupon, people come in, they're going to have that $19.99 oil change or whatever that oil change you're trying to bring And what if we bring did both? In? Like as a dealership, what if we sent a piece of mail to everybody that's in our database? That we well, because then it's that rule of seven back. You, The more avenues that they're seeing, top of mind awareness, right? If they saw you on a letter, mail, right? They see you on Facebook. They see you maybe on Instagram. 
Um, they see you on the TV. Mm-hmm. They hear you on the radio. So you're, you've hit them on so many different places that all of a sudden they're like, man, you know what? I, I'm going to go see this person. So it's it's being the, the last person that to, to keep that top of mind awareness, right? So that's that's why you know when we, the dealership I was at, we advertise on all channels. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I stress too, like for the dealers that are doing like direct mail, ringless voicemail, all these different ways, and, and email marketing. Grab those lists that you're targeting through those channels, plug them into Facebook, so you can say, now we're in their inbox, we're in their mailbox, we're in their voicemail. Now we're in their social media news feed 10 times this month. They're going to know <laughs> we're doing a service offer or oh, we're, yeah. you know, we're wanting to buy back their vehicle, or do whatever the message is. Right. right. So uh, kind of cover all those bases. But, but then it starts getting a little, because now you start thinking, man, well, if i got to spend money on TV, radio, I've got to spend money on Facebook, Instagram, it starts to get, you know, a little overwhelming sometimes, right? As a dealer, you start thinking, well, you know, if my month's not going that great, and, you know, my biggest expense right now that I'm looking at is advertising, maybe that's where I, I like and I lean on Facebook more is because I can make that dollar go a little bit further than I would the traditional areas, right? Right, and it's it's easy to stand out, too, when you're on Facebook by doing something a little more unique yeah. than what other dealers are doing. But on ad spend, what do you think? So you're saying... $300 on a specific audience. Right. How many audiences is good for an average dealer that's saying they're selling 100, 150 cars a month? Oh, man. There, there's so many different ratios to pull in with with what would make the formula to, to, based on the number of cars that they're selling. Like, I've heard things from you want to put in like $100 per car you sold. But the, the thing is just to like, uh, you know, if it's a rural store or if it's a store in a really populated area... If there's a lot of competition that, uh, you know, say you got, you know, seven other Ford points around your Ford well, then store. they also say, so I, I think in this market, um, they say that there's, what, a million, two million people here or something like that. They say mm-hmm. that at any given moment, there's going to be 16% or, I forget, what's the, I forget the exact ratio, but of those two million people, exact, for example, X percent are going to be in the market at any given month. So then you want to target those X percent, but then of that X percent, you know, Toyota, for example, is going to own 16% of that market share. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then do you start going after a percentage of the whole pie? Right. And then say, you know, I'm going to spend this much because if it's going to cost me a dollar for every thousand, you said, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Per day. Per day. Then should I spend that to reach all of them that are in that market for that specific month. Right. And a hundred percent of the people that you target are not going to be the right <laughs> person. But you know, well, yeah, cause some people that want to buy a BMW want to buy a BMW and other people that want to buy a Toyota, they're, they're going to want to buy a Toyota. So. Sorry about that. No sweat. Uh, you know, with a market like Austin, I know, we're talking about like there's there's 1.5 million people. Is that one one and a half million? In a in a 50 mile radius of us that are on Facebook every single day. That's good. That's, that's every awesome. single month. So out of that 1.5, let's say if I've got eight thousand dollars, I'm I'm willing to invest into Facebook this month. That'll give me about uh, eight hundred thousand impressions. 
So we can't even target all those people <laughs> with eight grand. What we can do is say, okay, let's find a hundred thousand people that we think are a good fit, and let's put a message in front of them that's more prescribed to where they are in their buying process. Did they just buy? Are they about to buy? Yeah. Are they way far away from buying? But just moved to the you know moved to Austin and they drive a Toyota, whatever well, it is. Then even thinking of those people that just inquired with you. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that's the other thing I think where some low hanging fruit that some dealers might need to pay attention to is if they get a thousand leads and of those thousand leads, those 10% of those customers actually convert, you know, an average dealer. If you're a, a performing dealer, you're going to convert at like 18 to 20% conversion or, you know, to sales on those a, leads. That's one of your dealers right yeah. there. So what about those other, you know, seven, 800 people that didn't buy, right? targeting those people, I mean, and just start there, you know, because then those people down the road, that that, that follow-up that you're trying to get in, in contact with those customers, that's where your salespeople, you, you, you pray, you, you hope, right? You're like saying, you know what, I hope you are going to follow up with these customers, but if you don't have a follow-up process, then Facebook is a good tool to follow up with those customers. Right. The next, forever. I mean, they could just you could just keep being in front of them every day. And that's where I would generally would start with on Facebook ads. I like that. And that's kind of like where, that's what I call it. It's almost an instant retargeting on people that actually you've logged in by either a lead, walk-in, or phone-up and targeting those people mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Yeah, sort of like the, the nurturing yeah. of those leads. So if they didn't come in, if we weren't able to set up the appointment, it's okay. Yeah. But they know who we are, we know who they are. And we're going to keep following them. Yeah, let's start nurturing that relationship. And let's see if three months, six months down the road, we translate that relationship into business. Yeah, absolutely. I cool. like it. That's good stuff, man. Well, I think this was a pretty good conversation today. Pretty um, good, yeah. Little, little business automotive Love sessions, it. right? So I think going forward, we'll continue to keep having these things, try to give our audience some value. And uh, that's it, man. Love it. Thanks fun. for giving me a seat at the table. For